From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, August 8th. I'm Sarah Reith. PG&E may be backing away from a program that called for the removal of hundreds of thousands of healthy trees, according to a report last week in the Wall Street Journal by Catherine Blunt. She's the author of California Burning, which chronicled the utility's history of failing to maintain its infrastructure. PG&E started denuding the landscape around its power lines in 2018 in the belief that removing trees that could fall on the lines would reduce the likelihood of wildfire. The program was not subject to CEQA, and the company never made its environmental analyses available to the public. Contractors marked trees that leaned downhill away from power lines as potentially dangerous, misidentified species, and incorrectly identified cosmetic irregularities as indications that trees were diseased. Blunt reported that PG&E spent $2.5 billion on the program, which it says resulted in a 7% reduction in ignitions when measured across a full year. She wrote that Chief Operating Officer Sumit Singh said the program was created using the best information the company had at the time. But in 2021, the Sierra Club California's Utility Wildfire Prevention Task Force released a white paper called The Harmful Effects of PG&E's Tree Removal Practices and Recommended Alternatives to Prevent Utility Wildfires. Their research reflects that PG&E failed to avail itself of technological solutions like triple-insulated conductor cables and computerized circuit breakers, that the company violated landowners' rights and harmed the environment, and that the personnel inspecting the trees for risk factors were unqualified. Now PG&E says the work was largely ineffective and that it will rely on power line settings that shut off power within a fraction of a second of being hit. Nancy Macy is the chair of the Valley Women's Club Environmental Committee in the San Lorenzo Valley and a member of the task force that wrote the Sierra Club white paper. The Wall Street Journal report did not fill her with overweening optimism for the safety of the trees in PG&E's service territories. Well, what do you think about the headline of this article, PG&E Scraps Tree Trimming Program? So you would, kind you of... would think it was ending, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's not. It's, a, it's still around in a different name. And number one... They're going to keep cutting down the trees they already inspected. And, of course, their inspections were not done by certified arborists or foresters, registered foresters, registered professional foresters. They, they might have been, quote, unquote, overseen by them. But that is, you know, that's just complete BS. Am I skeptical? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm skeptical of everything that PG&E does or says. Walter Smith is a former logger and longtime environmental advocate who raises goats and willets. He's fought with PG&E contractors for years, refusing to allow them to take down his trees. I foresee a ongoing battle with them over trees that, at least on my property, that I'm not going to allow them to cut because they don't pose any more threat on the lines than any of the other trees that they didn't mark. The EVM may be over as they had practiced it and certainly doesn't do us any good up here where I live because they've already done their dirty work. Steve Wood lives near Faulkner Park outside Boonville, where neighbors challenged PG&E's assessment of dozens of large, healthy redwood trees. He wrote in an email that he is cautiously optimistic about this new approach, though the corporation has not won any points with me for thoughtfulness or transparency throughout this crisis. The enormous waste of labor during the inspection period as we witnessed in our neighborhood was appalling. Several waves of inspector trainees who passed through Faulkner Park in the vicinity, many of whom had come from faraway states. Several allowed as how they'd never seen a redwood tree. Macy elaborated on her characterization. 
the same people that are cutting down the trees and making money from it are doing the inspections in many places. That's happening up in Tuolumne. That happened, um, you know, in your area. We're just appalled at the lack of oversight by the CPUC of those contractors, the lack of oversight by CAL FIRE. We have spent hundreds of hours going to CAL FIRE meetings trying to get them to wake up to the fact that they're allowing PG&E's contractors to cut down trees that are neither a danger tree nor a hazard tree nor in any way a problem. Smith says everyone in his neighborhood is on high alert when they hear the sound of chainsaws or trucks backing up. And he's not sure what to think about PG&E's findings about the reduced ignitions. Because their analysis on many of the things have been faulty. And by the article, the Office of Energy Infrastructure Safety is also questioning their their data. Blunt's article quotes Caroline Thomas Jacobs, director of the California Office of Energy Infrastructure and Safety, saying she was astonished by PG&E's assertion that its enhanced tree work yielded such limited risk reduction. Macy says the data is misleading for a simple reason. Because the real proof of the lack of effectiveness of the program is the fact that it didn't prevent huge wildfires that there's no way you can cut down enough trees to protect an antiquated, unsafe system. Wood, a frequent visitor to Faulkner Park in Anderson Valley, described himself as pleased but cautious. Writing, it appears that a combination of power line undergrounding and new line sensitivity technology will permit a stay of execution for the old Faulkner trees. But Smith is holding off on expressions of optimism. Since I don't trust them, I don't trust them to do anything appropriately uh, in the right place at the right time or anything like that. So um, until they prove that they can actually manage their system safely and with regard to, you know, the people and the environment that they work in, um, yeah, they're not going to uh, <laughs> they're not going to be high on my list of organizations to think that um, they actually know what they're doing. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.